the lasso way with Matt and Neil. The lasso way. Episode 10, Neil. The finale of season one. How you doing tonight? The finale of season one's kind of sad. It's like yeah, it's like I'm re- it's, uh, it's, it's like I'm reliving watching the finale all over again going through <laughs> uh, this episode. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, a lot of emotion in this one. Um, but uh, did, did you happen to see that it just happens to coincide with us doing this? Obviously, nothing um, else happened, but. Jason Sudeikis apparently is teasing season two already a little bit on Twitter and elsewhere in some uh, interviews and said today that season two of Ted Lasso is like the Empire Strikes Back. Did you happen to see that? (laughs) Yeah, it's really hard to unpack that. Like, I mean, what does that exactly mean? And looking at some of the the responses on Twitter are, (laughs) you know, as much, you know, just like, what does that mean? Is there like yeah. a Leia character that we don't know about, or you know, our he and, Re- our, he and Rebecca, her Rebecca, and sister? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, or yeah. or or Nate the Great gets his hand cut off at some point in the upcoming season. Is that is that potential too? Uh, frozen in carbonite. I've seen some <laughs> some uh, images of him yeah. frozen in carbonite. <laughs> nice. I didn't see those. That's pretty good. But uh, yeah, I I'm with it, you. I have no idea what that means or who the Empire even is. Like. Um, I, 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 I don't know. I don't know what that means at all. <laughs> um, but yeah. And, and so. maybe, maybe that's the intent is, is yeah. to create intrigue without actually sharing anything. Yeah. Well, and maybe he just means that it's the best season yet because a lot of people say the empire strikes back is the best star Wars, right? Doesn't have Ewoks. <laughs> yeah. Well, so that could, that would lend me to believe that it actually is the best then? Is that what you're saying? Or are you saying the opposite? <laughs> but, uh, we don't want to start too much um, stuff on online with the Ewok uh, debate there. So let's not get in the middle of that. Uh, Kim will be upset. She loved the Ewoks. Um, my wife actually, before being married, had never seen the Star Wars movies, but she had seen... Return to Endor, which was the Ewok movie. <laughs> she thought Star Wars was like a spinoff of the Ewok movie, I think. <laughs> I was like, what the hell are you talking about? Like, no, the Ewoks were in Star Wars, you weirdo. But uh, yeah, so I'm sure it's all, she'll love it's all about that perspective. Being absolutely. With which we see the world. <laughs> yep, absolutely. So. Return to Endor. Uh, I haven't seen it. Uh, maybe, I, maybe I'll have to, and I'll rethink the Star Wars movies, I guess. But, all right. So, well, uh, we'll do our quick recap. There's a lot. To, there's a lot in this episode. So, I, I know. Hopefully, we can cover all of it. But uh, yeah, like we said, a lot of emotion. Uh, AFC Richmond's kind of preparing for their final clash of the season as Man City comes to the dog track in a game that will decide where AFC is going to play next year. So are they going to get promoted or, or not promoted? Are they going to get relegated, I guess? Um, and it's all hands on deck for this effort as they decided to promote Nate the Great, uh, which is a good moment. Um, and so the return of Man City also means the return of 
Mr. Jamie Tart, who is still a little bit sour about his departure from AFC Richmond, which we'll talk about it later, but I still don't really understand. But um, Ted gives another good speech and tells him that he believes in belief and asks the team if they believe in miracles. A um, little callback to his USA roots, I suppose. And the team rallies around him, even calling the lasso special uh, in a pure kind of Mighty Ducks move there. <laughs> um, unfortunately, though, Ted's tutelage of Jamie finally takes hold at the very worst possible time for AFC Richmond. And he makes the final pass, or the extra pass, I should say, in uh, stoppage time, which leads to the Man City goal that ultimately relegates AFC Richmond to the Championship League for next year. Um, and then Rebecca and Ted have to kind of go through and figure out if Ted's going to con- keep continuing to coach them or not. So that that's a really brief recap. Um, you have any general thoughts of the episode before we hit some high points here for you? Well, I mean, the, the name of the episode is always, you know, a major theme of the episode, it seems. And, uh, yeah. the, the hope that kills you is, uh, a thing that Ted latches on to that he's not a bit, he's not a big fan of, you know, and, and talks about it throughout the, the episode, you know, cause you know, he's in a, he's, a, he's a big believer in hope and, yeah. uh, you know, kind of, kind of gets on people that, you know, have kind of lost hope and, and that sort of thing, you know, do, do you believe in miracles is a big part of his halftime speech. So yeah. um, that's a, that's a big theme of, of this episode and and kind of a big theme for the whole season, you know, like, yeah. you know, driving this whole effort forward is just, you know, the hope that, that we're all in this together and that, that we're going to move forward. Um, I don't know. Yeah, but he obviously is on the other end of that, though. He doesn't say it's the hope that kills you. It's the it's the lack of hope that kind of comes and gets you is, is kind of where he sits. But, uh, but yeah, sure. like the, the rest of the club certainly seems to be in the other camp, though, because, I mean, um, Nate gets promoted <laughs> um, and immediately kind of gets to work and just Ted's just like, how can we beat Man City? He's just like, yeah, we can't. It's impossible. There's no way. Uh, which obviously kind of irks him a little bit. He runs and go gets one of his uh, belief posters from his bathroom mirror. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I th- I think there's only two things that could t- tick off Ted Lasso more is just talking about like you've lost hope or that you're a big believer in ties. Like yeah, yeah. You know, like <laughs> there's only one worst thing you can say to me right now is that uh, you think we should tie this soccer match yeah football game yeah yeah so but he he does during that exchange though um at halftime he does kind of acknowledge uh, the kissing sister um saying that you know oh they must not have that over here so that's one thing we've talked about on a number of occasions is that like sometimes he's aware of the things he's bringing over that don't fit and sometimes he's not but apparently he was aware on that one um and so uh, cause the looks they all give him is a little, is a little bit weird, but, uh, but yeah. So what what do you think about Nate's promotion? <laughs> I, I, I really love that. I mean, that's how this, this whole episode kind of kicks off. And I think the big takeaway for me on his promotion is the joy, like everybody's on board with this. Like yeah. it's, it's just like, everybody's happy that Nate got this promotion, which is, like, wouldn't, wouldn't we all like to work at a workplace 
where uh you know that is the case where you know like you know he he's climbing the ladder rather quickly going from kit man to his you know an assistant coach um you know within a couple you know months and uh everybody seems to be on board with it and, and is genuinely happy for his uh promotion which is which is cool, yeah. which speaks to the kind of culture that that Ted is is building in this Richmond yeah. club. Yeah, absolutely. I do kind of like his disbelief, though, right away when that I mean, Will is obviously kind of a weird dude, it seems. <laughs> he's kind of a lot like Nate initially when we meet Nate. He's kind sure. of awkward. Um, he's like, what the hell are you doing here? <laughs> and then he just immediately jumps to like, is this because I called Isaac a pussy? Like, yeah. of, of, of all of all the things he said in that pregame speech in uh, in Liverpool against Everton, he's like, "Is this because I called Isaac a pussy?" And then he it called Rebecca like, a shrew. Yeah, it seemed like if he would have had more time, he might have ruined yeah. his promotion. Yeah, but uh, she, they all they all play it beautifully. Like they yeah. really they 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 really did a good job of not you know giving up that you know he was actually getting a promotion that was that was a lot of fun yeah yeah and we find out his last name is Shelly I believe in this episode and we find out some other people's names uh later in the episode too so so yeah that that was I I enjoyed Nate's promotion I mean it sounds like I mean he's really the only one that we've seen offer like tactical advice to the team really thus far it seems like or or certainly ted doesn't and he admits as much in this episode he's like yeah i don't understand any of this um but 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 at the same time like like tech dish i mean there's there's different types of soccer coaches really yeah right like and uh and i think you know even some some good soccer coaches are just like more man managers right yeah and Ted, ted definitely falls under that that ma- more man manager camp um, yeah. and uh, you know, has some other people do the heavy lifting, but he, he does some tactics in this episode though, too. Yeah. It was really fun. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, the trick plays yeah, or, or elaborate set, set pieces. Elaborate set pieces. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Um, well, and at first I'm just like, what the hell are they doing? They're just naming stuff off. Like that doesn't mean anything, <laughs> but yeah. uh but yeah, that was uh, that was pretty good. Um, and, and Danny Rojas, anytime he delivers a line, I just love it. He's just like the Sandman. <laughs> I think that's one of my favorites too. I mean, there's yeah. more silly like names yeah. for the the set pieces, but yeah, the yeah. Sandman, and and it almost worked in the in the uh, the game too. So yeah. Speaking of uh, differences in managers, though, like how big of a difference would it be to go from a Ted Lasso type? manager to to pep (laughs) um i think i think it's safe to say that those are kind of differences in coaching because he's a pretty he's pretty tactical um is my understanding and just from watching him but he does have a little bit of ted lasso in him too though i think um sure i I think he does after the person after after they well they won the premier league and he was like kind of bawling about losing one of his players and i I definitely did think about that seemed very Ted Lasso like, yeah. He, you know, he's absolutely. talking about uh, losing uh, Sergio Aguero is yeah. very publicly going to be gone next next year, and yeah. uh, he, like he was visibly, you know, emotional about it, which was yeah, 
was was very interesting. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. not not to go into other like ten. But did you see the Utah Jazz coach? Yeah, talk about Ted Lasso. That was kind of fun yeah, too. Did. Yeah, he like, said that he, t- Ted Lasso is requ- has to be like required viewing for all coaches, <laughs> kind of. And, yeah. and uh, yeah, yeah, he that Quinn Snyder's an interesting dude for sure. But uh, we get a new captain in this episode too. I, um, what what do you think about that exchange? We find out that Roy loves Ted at the end of that because Ted gives him a little bit of magic trick and throws the captain's armband back on his head and just says, "This is why it's hard to love you." But uh, if we if we didn't know it already, like the lasso ways completely captured Roy for sure. It yeah. seems very ad libbed, and but I also kind of like the part directly before Roy comes in where like there's so many in this so many instances in this series <laughs> where some some stuff's going on like before the scene really begins yeah. and i yeah. just love that like ted and beard are talking about like jock itch you know yeah. prior <laughs> prior yeah. and just yeah i mean goes back to what we were talking about before too just like the way they play with the english language you know like the england english and the yeah. american english and it's just yeah just interesting but uh but yeah, yeah. It, it, it's a good it's a good scene for sure how they yeah you know uh, how ted forces roy to kind of find his own captain the thing yeah. that i don't understand about the captains of afc richmond is they want to <laughs> get this hothead which i don't <laughs> know if that's who you want as a captain yeah yeah, like some, somebody who breaks stuff and can't can't <laughs> can't keep it together. I don't know. Is that who you want as your captain? That's what you're looking for in a captain. Yeah, I don't know, but uh, yeah, it's a good point. I don't know, but um, I, I this is totally random. Going back to the beard thing, but he says he wound up choosing uh, the spray called Mister Muscle which is a British like hard cleaning surface. Like if he's spraying that stuff on jock itch, he's going to have like other problems coming his way. I think you because looked that it, up. It, I did look that up. Yes. It, uh, Cause I was like, I, I didn't know what the heck they were talking about. So yeah, it'd be like, it's essentially of like spraying Mr. Clean on jock itch or something. <laughs> so he, he, he might regret that at some point, but, uh, but, yeah um but yeah isaac getting the captain's band just because he essentially trashed the tv was was pretty good um so um but i i enjoyed that for sure this exchange that i mean because rebecca even and rebecca and ted even talk about like because he kind of goes into her office and just says you know what i mean the season's almost over at this point and he's finally come to the realization he's like rebecca you might have been better off hiring an actual soccer coach um and she kind of gives him this Dutch saying, which I hope it's like better in Dutch. Like if it rhymes or something, if it's in a different language, because like, it's a pretty dumb saying otherwise, but um, I, I don't know what you thought about that. But uh, to me, it was just like, it was funny to watch her say, you know, like every disadvantage has an advantage. And then you kind of see Ted like downloading the new information from that. Like when they cut to him, he's kind of just like looking all around and blinking, like, this is kind of blowing his mind there. And that's when he comes up with this idea for all these uh, trick plays and stuff and to, to hit them with the chaos hammer, I suppose. But, but yeah. Um, well, but, I, I, I disagree. Like it, I, we've already talked about it. 
but like I think he's like the perfect soccer soccer coach like uh, kind of my lassoism for the uh for the whole episode is when he has a discussion with his son talking about like his son asked him like you know what are you doing when you're coaching you know it doesn't yeah. look like you're doing much of anything yeah. and uh, you know he just says you know he just has to hope that everything he's been trying you know to teach him starts to have an impact and they'll make the right decisions when they're out there on their own and you yeah. know like i mean like soccer coaches really do not have much impact once they roll the ball out there right like yeah. you know like i mean it's mostly theatrics <laughs> to, a, yeah. to a certain extent and you know you know at stoppages you know as far as halftime and you know now that we have water breaks and things like that you know they yeah. can but they, there's not timeouts like in a lot of other sports where they they can kind of change the tactics you know they change the tactics about you know with substitutions and things like that but it was a good example too like the lasso special you know in this episode the players just called that on their own it's not like yeah. you know they've got a the, the captain has an armband full of plays and you yeah. know the coach is calling them in you know yeah. on, on their there's no they're, headset they're, they're, yeah yeah and their headsets you know the you know and and ted is like a master at like you know just trying to create a culture and you yeah. know and and uh, unfortunately like his busy his biggest success story of this episode <laughs> is jamie tart yeah. and yeah. uh you know he bitch. gets he gets jamie tart to make the extra pass finally and it ends up relegating AFC Richmond, yeah. but yeah yeah absolutely that's son of a bitch but uh well and like I mean what what do you think of the lasso special I mean it's fucking ridiculous right <laughs> it's it's very mighty ducks yes like it's yes it's the it's the, it's the, it's the, it's it's the re- flying v it's I mean it's the knuckle puck call it what you want um which there's a new Mighty Ducks series on Disney Plus actually right now, which is super good. Um, yeah. And Ted Lasso is like the adult version of that show, I think, or maybe that's the kid version of Ted Lasso, I suppose. But uh, but yeah, I mean, but, you know, he he gets them to call. You know, they call it on their own, like you say, and but it's just the most ridiculous play. Like, why on earth would that be a successful play in Premier League football? Like, it'd be interesting. It'd be interesting. <laughs> all your all everyone's in one spot like they can be covered by like two guys um but there's some bad mad marking once they all like (laughs) yeah i don't know well and they cut away from it super quick but the ball the keeper plays in off of that like he kicks it but like (laughs) the trajectory of the ball when they show him kicking it like there's no way in hell he launched that thing like 40 yards down the field to sam but uh but that, that's that's neither here nor there, I guess. But but yeah, you mentioned Jamie. I mean, he's certainly the focus, one of the focuses of this episode, obviously. Um, and we get to see a little bit more behind the curtain after he scores the goal and stuff. But um, he's finally going to a barber in uh, in the episode uh, and needs to get his pomade and stuff. But we the Ussy guys back. Um, that's from, awesome from the yeah from the first episode which which was kind of fun to see but um 
he uh the ussy guy is essentially saying that ted's playing mind games with him and talking about how he loves jamie so much um and, and J- this kind of pisses jamie off obviously but like why the hell's jamie so pissed off that he got called up by man city from a team that's about to get relegated like Sure. Like, again, that just doesn't that doesn't make a lot of, a lot of sense to me. <laughs> I think I think he just enjoyed the team. I think you know he was he was actually legitimately starting to enjoy the culture that was being built in, in Richmond, right? I mean, don't you think? For like the five minutes he was at the bonfire, he was a prick up until that point. <laughs> yes. You're saying that you're saying that bonfire had magical powers other than just you know, beating uh, 400 ghosts or whatever it was. Um, I I, I find it hard to believe that he was that enamored with the club. He found, Um, he found his, his father figure that he's constantly (laughs) been searching for in either Roy, in either Roy or Ted. I'm not sure which one. Yeah. Well, and speaking of reprehensible characters, Rupert was like, why did we need Rupert in this episode? Like he didn't, I thought he was going to have more of, but he was just watching the game at home, which was kind of fun to watch because uh, Ted beat him in darts, so he's not allowed in the owner's box. But, like, did he did he really contribute much to this episode for you, other than just being a miserable prick? Yeah, I mean, he, he wasn't in this episode much. It would have been interesting if he went down to the pub or something like that. You know, yeah. like, uh, how far along is uh, Bex? I don't, I don't know how far along she is. Yeah, that's not a maternity kit that she's wearing for sure. (laughs) Yeah, I I didn't think so. So, yeah, that'd be interesting. But yeah, he's the worst. But it was kind of just nice to see him having to watch it in his, uh, you know, palatial home, I'm sure. But uh, Higgins finally was allowed in the owner's box. Do you get the impression that that's like the first time Higgins has been allowed to either be in the owner's box or certainly bring his family to the owner's box? Like, because Rebecca's got no idea. Yeah. Rebecca yeah. seemed to have no idea who these people were. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I got the exact same impression that, you know, yeah. the, the whole crew has not, any portion of the crew has not been in the owner's box, which, which was interesting. And the people, you know, Rebecca and, uh, you know, Keely, as the first time that they had been invested in a game, it sounded like yeah. as well. Yeah. But, uh, Absolutely. Yeah, and I mean, as far as the game goes, I mean, because that's kind of the focus of the episode, like, I I think uh, it sounds like they're just, I don't know, Zoro is kind of standing on his head to keep him in the game a little bit, and then they finally give one up um, in a penalty, um, and, and Roy comes in to start the second half, which is kind of funny, because the announcers are like, They've not been able to cope with the speed of Manchester City. For sure, yeah. And then they, they cut to Roy Kent, who just seems like a stiff soccer player, to say the least. Yeah. And he's and, Just running and as, in on the pitch <laughs> at halftime. Looks like he's hurt. Yes. Like he hasn't even done anything yeah. yet. And yeah. Yeah. But he chases down Jamie in this, in this game in the second half and uh, stops him from scoring an easy one, as Ted says later. But uh, he he rips his knee, it seems like, um, which we can talk about the farewell aspect of that. But like that leaves the crowd in one of the best chants I think you could probably think of for <laughs> a, a chant directed to a player. Because call back to earlier in the ser- series where, you know, 
Roy kind of tells Sam to stay down. Sam tells Roy to kind of stay down so he can hear his, his song, yeah. <laughs> which that's is a good Roy Ken. Sure. He's here, he's there, he's every fucking where. Like, that's pretty good. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, and, I mean, he's in. It sounds like it was, a, as as uh, the announcers, you know, note, that it's a chant that has echoed through the Premier League for years. Like, <laughs> so the, yeah. <laughs> it's not the first yeah. time that that, yeah, that has been chanted. That's awesome. Yeah, they have to apologize for what they call the the fruity language um, on the telecast. Um, which the telecast they have some pretty good lines in this one too, because Arlo White at the beginning says, you know, it's David versus Goliath. <laughs> um, yeah, if you know David forgot to put his stone in the slingshot, essentially, but uh, which is pretty funny. But um, the. The authenticity that the announcers give to the game action is is really yeah. very important for the whole series, in my opinion. But yeah, absolutely. You know, having having Arlo White, you know, kind of set yeah. up the game and yeah, kind of you know when there there is some game action, you know, kind of yeah, break it down. It, it's it's definitely a good part of the series. Absolutely, he's got such a recognizable voice um, for soccer fans. So yeah, for sure. But uh, Roy's in the season two teaser, obviously. So, uh, but do you think he's done? Like, is that farewell for him? I mean, um, they just assume that he ripped his knee really badly, but like he just goes to the locker room and like nobody comes to like do a test or anything. They're just like, man, he's, <laughs> he's, he's old. done. They're just going to yeah. shoot him. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's like, take him out, put him out to pasture. He's done. So yeah, that was, that was the only, kind of odd thing i i thought but um but yeah do you, do you think he's going to be he's going to be like a player coach in the second season or do you, i do mean you think he's going to be... just looking at the, the the teasers that we've seen you know the the trailer for yeah. season two it looks like he's just uh you know retired but yeah i don't know could be he could be rehabbing who knows yeah yeah that could be too so um but yeah, in any event, they, they run the lasso special, which we've already talked about. They even do the the audible language and all with Blue 42 from Zoro, <laughs> which is just which is great when Arlo's yeah. talking about is he is he <laughs> yelling out letters and and, and colors colors and yeah. colors and numbers. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty good. Um, but uh, Danny Rojas buries the lasso special on the other end of it, um, but. You know, surely that's enough to keep him in the Premier League. But then fucking Jamie uh, makes the extra pass and they tie it up. AFC Richmond is relegated, which leads to Ted's postgame. Uh, well, first press conference kind of, but then his speech. But uh, he also kind of in between those things sees Jamie's dad like freaking out on him, um, which I think gives us the look that you were talking about earlier, which I'm not as forgiving for, um, but we're finding out why Jamie is the way that he is like team just won, And his dad is in the locker room or the training room of a Premier league club, just pretty much telling him like, why the hell did you make the extra pass? I didn't come here to watch you get assists. I wanted you to score. And like, looks like he's about to beat the shit out of him almost. It seems like so, uh, but Ted witnesses that. So um do you think Ted would have sent the envelope with the army man in it 
either way? Or did he see that and think that Jamie needed to pick me up? Well, I, I really wonder what that conversation would have been like, you know, like yeah. if his dad wasn't there, cause it, it seemed like he was going to go in the room and then, yeah. you know, what happened happened. But uh, yeah. What, what would that conversation have been like? Cause that's, that's kind of a very different, you know, thing to do. I mean, like most likely man city, the game wasn't as important for them as it was for, for Richmond. Yeah. And uh, you know, really, you know, Ted, probably needs to get to his his you know players and kind of talk to them but um, yeah. I, yeah I don't know what that conversation would have been like um, yeah I don't know I think uh, I think maybe the letter would have come either way possibly yeah. I don't know yeah um, but I guess the one thing about the letter as far as like the response from Jamie it seems like at first he was like what is this you know letter it's like a love letter what is this yeah, but like yeah. it seems to kind of diffuse it when he sees the military man yeah on there you know it seems like that that's more meaningful like when he when he sees that but i don't know yeah which and i think i've told you this outside the podcast before but that military man has a an appearance in the season two trailer um i i went back and, and did a side by side of those so so yeah jamie's obviously some sort of role in season two um it'd be a really big fall from grace if he's now playing in the championship league um you know from the premier league and man city but but who knows how he would get there i mean it's easy to imagine a situation where he you know has an attitude that gets him out of favor with pep possibly so sure. that that could easily happen but uh but yeah um that that was pretty good but um Ted gives a pretty good speech after the game um, as, as we've come to expect from him uh, tells us a row, which he's, he's pronouncing his name right correctly now too. Ted knowing names has been a big theme throughout this first season. So he's pronouncing Zero's name uh, accurately when he tells him that he's made, you know, more saves than a Baptist preacher in the game and uh, tells Roy that he chased down his grandson, which I thought was pretty funny. Um, but uh Kind of coming back to some of the themes like that you've talked about, you know, he, he mentions that it's really sad, but the only thing worse than being alone is, you know, kind of being sad and, and alone. Uh, but none of the people in the room are alone there. So they're going to all go through this together. And then when they're done being sad and angry about it, they're going to be like goldfish um, and forget all about it. And, kind of come back and give it a run um, and try and win the whole fucking thing as he tells Rebecca uh, in the next season. But uh, yeah, that, that was a pretty good, pretty good moment. Do you have anything to say about the speech after the game or? I think, I mean, that kind of encapsulates the whole season. Like, and I think that's something that, that I've kind of struggled with, with the series in general is just like, you know, how do you, I mean, th this episode, you know, it's the hope that kills you you know what you know but like you have to have hope you know like yeah it's the hope that sustains you you know you got to keep keep striving you know and then you know if it doesn't if it does end up coming off the way that that you want you got to just try better next season you know um, be a gold which, be a goldfish be a goldfish yeah but uh <laughs> yeah and, and and you know like if it doesn't end up working out the way you want and you have some disappointment you're not alone you know 
Yeah. Um, th- this whole season has been, you know, a challenge and, and things haven't gone perfectly, but uh, you know, they're building momentum and they're building yeah. a community. And I think that's, that's the more important thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and so we closed this season, um, you know, with a meeting between Rebecca and Ted and Rebecca kind of walks in or excuse me, Ted kind of walks into her office, just kind of assuming the worst and that he's going to get canned and pretty much tells her like, I don't want to put that on you. I'm just going to resign. And uh, he's written a resignation letter on the back of a takeout menu, which I believe is Ollie's restaurant. Again, bringing it back to the first episode. Um, he's written his resignation letter on the back of his, his cab driver's uh, takeout menu, but it's official though. Cause you know, it's, it's in an envelope and signed and everything he says. Um, but uh, he does get another jab at tea before the season ends too, saying that they're on a lifetime hiatus. Um, but uh, Rebecca kind of cuts him off and says, look, you're not going anywhere, dude. Like we, we need you here. Um and, you know, Ted obviously accepts this and, like I, like I said earlier, has his major league moment and says that we're going to come back and do what nobody expects us to do and win the whole fucking thing. So, um, but then he obviously gets some bubble, bubble water and spits in Rebecca's face, which is pretty good. But It's like, that was really sneaky, that, that fizzy water, because it was out of a craft. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that, that had some strong carbonation in it for it to be yeah. sitting out all day and, and still uh, still get the bubbles enough to make him spit in her face, which yeah, he's like, did I get you? Yeah, that was ridiculous. <laughs> and she's just soaked, which is pretty funny. But um, the major league reference, like I've seen a lot of people on Twitter say that like this series reminds them of the movie Major League. Like, I don't really buy it. Like it does for that one line. Sure. I mean, that's, that's one line from the movie, but I don't really see a lot of similarities otherwise, like in my opinion, like, have you seen the movie major league recently? Probably not. Huh? No, but, but like, I mean, there's, there's tons of, you know, callbacks to other sports movies. I mean, very yeah. blatantly in this, in this episode, you know, do you believe in miracles? It's pretty, yeah. pretty blatant you know yeah well it's real it's real life and it was <laughs> yeah. a movie but um i don't yeah. know i mean sports sports shows sports movies are filled with these kind of you know you know stories that you know kind of are peppered throughout other you know yeah. stories so i don't know i don't know yeah maybe maybe that's something we could do in between the time between uh, this episode and the uh, the season premiere in July, that we yeah. could watch Major League and <laughs> yeah, figure it out. Major Major League's a good movie, but uh, there's no Ted Lasso character in Major League, in my opinion. Like, sure. <laughs> um, but uh, I don't. Who knows? But yeah, certainly interesting. But um, so we've all the episodes are over. The Royal Rumble standings, whoever wins today is the winner. Uh, there's no one to displace them until next season. Although we might want to just do the rankings by season and then compare them at the end to see um, between the two seasons, which has the better episodes. So 
where are you at? Was this, uh, this is a really good finale. Um, I'll say, but, um, I don't know. Like the diamond dogs is pretty good. So where are you at diamond dogs or, or the finale here, the hope that kills you. I think the diamond dogs, I think is still the best, best episode. I mean, this ties everything, this ties everything up nicely, you know, like, yeah, kind of, you know, puts a nice bow on, on season one, but, um, you know, it's hard to beat. You know everything that happens in yeah. in that that Diamond Dogs uh, episode for sure. I think it's because yeah. Rupert's in it more. We just we just need more Rupert. Yeah, absolutely. That, that's that's got to be that's got to be it. But also, and it's like it's kind of like the episode with Ted's family too. It's a really good episode, but it's like it's sad kind of. Um, so those are those are tough to put above episodes that are a little bit more uh light-hearted i guess and Di- diamond dogs is just it's the best i think so I- i'm with you um i i can sign on to that so anything else um you have for this episode or anything you're looking forward to seeing in in season two as we uh close out season one of the lasso way yeah I, it's just going to be interesting to see what happens with all these characters uh in the next season We've just got a little little teaser so far, and uh, we'll 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 see what happens. You know, when it actually yeah. what is it, July twenty fourth, July twenty third, I believe. Twenty third. Um, okay. I'll, well, that's yeah. why I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it on the twenty fourth. So. <laughs> yeah, we'll stay off Twitter between uh, the twenty third <laughs> and twenty fourth, then, because you'll get spoiler alerts. But uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it'll be interesting for sure. Uh, looking forward to it though. But uh, I might need to hit you up for a, a bonus episode because I got I need some character rankings and some other things I, I, I need to get from you that uh, now that we've seen the, the, the whole first season here, I, I kind of need like a top five characters and then uh, probably top, you know, like the bottom two characters, too. <laughs> if, if you think if you think you might know who those might be. But, uh, but yeah. All right. Well, um, Season two, looking forward to it. But that's it for today. Until we do it again, live life the lasso way. Bye.